This is Moving Pictures. I'm your host, Brent Gunn. I'm your co-host, Mitchell Kakalka. You're probably going to fail as a screenwriter, and you should. <laughs> what? You want to hear my pitch? Okay, there's a serial killer, right? Well, no, wait. And he's being hunted by a cop, and he's taunting the cop, right? Sending clues who his next victim is. He's already holding her hostage in his creepy basement. So the cop gets obsessed with figuring out her identity, and in the process, falls in love with her. Even though he's never even met her. She becomes like, like, like the unattainable, like, like the holy grail. It's a little obvious, don't you think? Okay, but here's the twist. We find out that, that the killer really suffers from multiple personality disorder, right? See, he's, he's actually really the cop and the girl. All of them are him. The only idea more overused than serial killers is multiple personality. On top of that, you explore the notion that cop and criminal are really two aspects of the same person. See every cop movie ever made for other examples of this. Mom called it psychologically taught. I think that's probably the best advice anyone who wants to get into screenwriting or film period could probably give you. You know, you're gonna fail as a director, you're gonna fail as an editor, and you should. But specifically with, with screenwriting, really with writing in general, I think you find people that are more opposed to failing than in any other craft. Mm -hmm. Because the failed writer is it's like an insult in and of itself. Oh, you're 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 the failed writer, the failed screenwriter. No one says, yeah. oh, but like the failed rocket scientist or the failed paleontologist. Mm -hmm. That doesn't carry a lot of the failed writer. You might as well pack your bags and just like leave town, relocate. And honestly, as someone who's worked for about a year and a half of their life on a screenplay, gotten about 95 pages in, right about to wrap it up, only to pretty much delete the entire thing and want to start from scratch. I'm really happy that I didn't finish that first draft of that script because it was shit, because it sucked. It needed a change. And I've had so many conversations with so many screenwriters who I feel don't have this conversation or don't have the self-awareness of, look, we don't need your buddy cop spy thriller. We don't need your romantic comedy with 80s pastiche thrown in. Fail at those ideas. Please fail at all of those ideas that were your first idea, your second idea, your third idea, fourth, fifth. Keep failing at them until you have something that you can really justify its existence justify why you should make this movie because whenever i talk to other people about their screenplays we really never ask ourselves why are you making it mm -hmm. it's always you know you know we'll talk about what films we love or what what screenplays we love or what writers we like but it's never why are you making this film mm -hmm. going back a little bit to what you, you were talking about like your first script like what what was like the moment that you, you really thought was like this isn't gonna work um <laughs> okay all right so the moment i realized it didn't it wasn't gonna work is i got to basically the final scene of the film and as i was about to like finish that last page i just asked myself what am i really trying to convey with this and if i was someone watching this who didn't create it what would they receive from it and what I received from it was a lot of these very kind of cliche, kind of early 20-something white guy screenplay cliches. I went through my script and I, I 
picked apart a lot of things that I felt were cliches or things that I feel like I could have done better. The straw that really broke the camel's back, I guess, was just me realizing that if the film were to be made, I don't think it would really have any kind of uh, lasting purpose. Because the films that I love the most are films that I feel like I can gain something to learn about myself out of. You know, uh, a film that I, I watched recently, again, was Dark Horse by Todd Salons. Don't listen to your father. I can't believe you didn't discuss this all with me. How, how would it have changed things? You don't understand, it changes everything now. This whole time I thought I knew you, that I could count on you, trust you. All this time, my, my life, my whole life, it's been lies. Abe, honey, no one ever lied. You, you just didn't see the truth. What, what truth are you talking about, that I'm a failure? Sweetie, we'd written you off as a failure years ago. Everyone knows Richard's the success and you're the failure. And that's a really, really dark comedy. It's actually a really uh, kind of just all around dark film to watch because it really, it really observes the life of a loser who's kind of done it to himself. And... There's so many times where I'm so hypercritical of myself as a writer, just as a person in general. I find myself not not comfortable with with what I'll put out sometimes. And watching a film like Dark Horse, which feels so uninhibited, and it feels so free, and it feels so honest, and characters say things in the film that you know I've thought in my own head. I didn't find any of those moments in my own film. If I if I can't inspire myself with my work how would i inspire anyone else mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of writers specifically screenwriters don't really care because they they want to sell off the script and move on to the next one then they want to sell that script and move off to the next one and you know the, the screenwriters i've talked to you know when i ask them like you know so how did you come up with you know this this thing it's a really simple conversation of well i had this idea and they blah 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 Whereas with me, and I'm not saying that I'm more novel than anyone else, but for me, you know, it was kind of written more as a response to things that happened in my life. And I kind of took a lot of things that happened in my life directly and tried to put them into the film, which itself is is quite quite a cliche for screenwriters to do. And I feel like it's that like psychosis of self-awareness that made me want to completely rewrite and re rework the film. Because nowadays, more than ever, audiences, not all, but I feel like a bigger pocket more than ever of, of your general audience is very, very self-aware. And they're going to be able to critique your film more intensely than, than you know, the critics will. You know, I mean, go on to IMDb, go on to Reddit, go on to, you know, any kind of movie forum and look at people negatively reviewing films. They get so analytical and so specific and they rip, they, it's almost like they can see inside your soul if you make the film bad enough and vulnerable enough to where they can pick out every single thing about you that you know to be true about yourself. And it almost makes you just never want to do anything creative again. And I, I, I wouldn't want to leave myself open to that. So it's always about challenging myself to make sure I have a film that I'm confident in, that I'm going to be confident in five years from now, and that people can pick something new or something worthwhile out of five years from now. Why do you think so many people are like attracted to like screenwriting as, as like their like choice for artistic expression? Because, well, I feel like people are attracted to 
filmmaking in general because it promises a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and they're attracted to screenwriting because when they watch a film that they love and they, they you know, find a story of a film that they love, they want to emulate that. But sometimes it's not so much about sometimes a film's story isn't so much there isn't so much power in a film's story based on the events that happen in the film. I feel like it's more of a response of how characters interact with each other, because there's there's very different screenwriters. There's screenwriters who care about story and they care about structure. And there's others who care about character and they care about um, theme or they care about exploring something. People are attracted to the former because who doesn't want to be a screenwriter? If, if you can sell your scripts for these asinine, um, you know, spy thrillers, why wouldn't you? But then when you, when you talk to those people, those failed screenwriters of the former, they talk very, very harshly about the latter. Those people that want to explore or those people that want to write purely for character because they love the idea of character so much. Those people are often given a harsher derision than the former because, oh, those people were trying to do their, their pretentious whatever thing, and they failed at it. Whereas the other is, is seen much more positively for failing at trying to get, get the big bucks. And there's usually seen more honor in chasing the money than chasing a dream. I'm not sure why that is. But most screenwriters I bump into are in love with that idea in their head of what a screenwriter is rather than the idea of actually constructing a film and constructing characters. It's a really romantic profession being a writer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any, anyone, anyone can type words to a sheet of paper. Really, anyone could write a film. I'd argue almost anybody could write a basic film that follows like a Hollywood format, watch a couple movies a couple very traditional generalized movies and you, you, you get the formula. It's really hard to write a character, a good character. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's my biggest struggle. When I feel like I wrote 90 pages and I, and I still didn't know everything about my characters that I wanted to know, that's the problem. And I feel like most screenwriters, they, did I get this plot point, this plot point, this plot point, And did this, you know, this arc happen at the one thirty mark? Yeah, it did. Then they just move on. And they never ask themselves who is this character or what what context this character plays in a larger scheme of things. And that's why I feel like if you don't approach screenwriting in that way, or if you don't approach it, approach the craft with that level of curiosity, you're going to fail. And it's probably better that you fail so that you don't make crap. I mean, I'd rather have no film than bad film. But that's that's probably how how I would address that. I don't mean to be you know so kind of pessimistic about it, but I, I get to a point where film is so oversaturated, and I mean you you can probably vouch for this. You know like how saturated the film market is. Yeah. I mean, and how hard is it to find a good movie? Like, how many times have you gone onto Netflix and you've browsed through the movies and you're like, what the hell is this? Who made this? Who watches this? It's like you've never heard of it. There's no one in it that you care about. It's made by like some obscure studio you've never heard of. And you watch the film and it's like it's like a series of of dove commercials. <laughs> it's like, who makes this? And there's always gonna be people out there peddling low effort because 
in in an age of streaming, it's more about you know minutes watched or time spent listening, and how long you can maintain attention rather than uh, what can you leave behind that's going to be looked back at in five or ten years. It's very temporal in the moment art form at times, and that that kind of drives me away. I can see kind of why maybe like so many people are attracted to writing is and like i'm I'm saying this as a writer and both um kind of more towards like a journalistic aspect but somebody who's like dabbled in like creative um creative writing and somebody who's you know obviously a fan of it i think it's pretty low it's it has a there's a very low bar for like entry yeah. as compared to like other um types of artistic expression like ring of films this is obviously not an easy task writing a good film, but it's not really, it's not as hard as making a film. No. Um, um, from the perspective of like a cinematographer, a director and all, all of that, or it's not learning to um, write, a, write a story that you like isn't as exact and like taxing as learning to um, master an instrument or master like um, your vocal style. Yeah. So I think that's kind of why there's so many uh, failed screenwriter, right? The failed writer is such a prevalent trope is probably because there's so there's just so many people who like chose that chose that profession as like their artistic outlet because it's from a very like uh surface level perspective, it is it's of it's something that's anybody could do. Because like you 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 do journalism or so I'm sure you probably encounter people who, you know, maybe not, but you've probably encountered people who you view as journalists who got into journalism for the caricature of journalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the romantic, the, the kind of like romantic. I'm on the case, you know. Yeah, definitely, yeah. especially when um, I first started at Central Michigan University, kind of like my first introduction to journalism through interacting with the journalism community here. There were, I do know a, quite a lot of people who came to journalism because mainly because they watch a lot of vice documentaries and they kind of have this picture yeah. of, um, <clears throat> God, you of made me this, like throw up in my mouth <laughs> of what journalism is. It is this like hard hitting, um, muckraking, act of like finding the truth actually all, all that journalism is is you just you need to be a skinny white guy with a beard and a button up and mm -hmm. uh you need to want to go to angola to talk to people for five <laughs> minutes about yeah. some toxic fish mm -hmm. uh, that's what journalism is and 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 wake up right before the interview like take a yeah. take a six hour nap a weed <laughs> coma then then go do your interview you know don't comb your hair don't yeah that, that's how you work advice i think people People approach um, a lot of things like writing, um, whether it's for more technical writing or more, more creative writing, with the assumption that being an artist is kind of like an end in itself, kind of like living life full of um, emotions, full of experiences, full of um, artistic potential is kind of like um, an end to itself. And a lot of people kind of have that wannabe rock star persona they bring that into writing journalism and screenwriting but they, without really realizing that even with with art it's a very it takes a lot of technical skill a lot of uh, practice a lot of practice and refinement to make art nah all right we'll, we'll disagree say. there we'll disagree there i i usually don't gauge art based on the talent that went into it 
I kind of gauge it on the final result. Like my, my go-to example is Bob Dylan. He's played three chords in his, his entire life and mm-hmm. his voice is awful. But from a technical standpoint, his art may not seem very complex, but you'd be hard pressed to find a songwriter that doesn't think he's remarkable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, like how, how you said, it, they, they get so romanticized by that caricature, you know, these, these failed screenwriters, they want to write a story where characters have a lot of life. They experience the hardness of life they as a writer haven't, mm-hmm. you know, like someone who's, who's lived through poverty or someone who's lived through traumatic experiences is going to be able to write about that subject matter almost by design more effectively than someone who is only surveyed it. Yeah. And so often, so often I find these, these screenwriters who come to me or they talk to me with stories where um, there's murder, there's a car chase, there's a bank robbery, there's a kidnapping, there's, you know, uh, some seedy underground. What do you know? Like, what have you experienced? Have you experienced any of that? Or is this just you Googling things and then creating this vision of, of what you want to continue to per- perpetuate onto the world? that you think the world is like, do we really need another portrayal of gangsters being guys in white tuxedos with giant, you know, cigars coming out of their mouths? No, because that's not how they are. Do I want to see another story about, you know, some homeless drug addict who turns their life around and give it? No, because it doesn't feel real. And so many screenwriters, and I'm sure maybe a lot of journalists, you could probably argue this, they want to handle a really intense subject matter, but they don't have the self-awareness to deal with the subject matter properly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're going to do a story about a rape or a murder or something, uh, really think. And especially if you're going to write a, a film about something like that, really think and really think about, am, am, am I doing a disservice to people by portraying something incorrectly? Or is my aspirations to be a quote-unquote artist more important than reality? I, I, I just have very little patience for people just, just wanting to, to make a film or make any kind of art because of the, the clout and the caricature it brings to them. There's so many guys who are going to get their, their Apple laptops and you know go sit in a cafe for 10 hours and drink coffee and wear, wear, wear a you know, beret or something, and you know, think that they're they're that they're they're the next Godard because they're writing some uh, black and white fly on the wall camera shot pseudo documentary talky indie film, which we've had for thirty years. It's not new. It's not inventive, and you're not the next Godard. You're probably not the next anything. You're the next who you are, and I feel like a lot of writers don't want to be the next themselves because they don't have a themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you really need I that, that that's why I think that you need that life experience. You need that level of real world immersion if you're going to write about the real world. Why would I want to see, you know, uh Baron Trump write a movie about like <laughs> like anything other than just, you know, being rich? Writing is one is really one of those things that people are very self-conscious to fail in. And for some reason, they're even more self-conscious about failing when it comes to film. I'm not sure exactly why that is, but um, I feel like the people who don't fail are the people that will never understand film to begin with. They'll never understand it beyond their DVD collection. 
and uh, maybe they'll start teaching uh, postmodern film courses incorrectly at, during the summer. But uh, shots fired. Too close to home. Too, a little, little bit too close to home. But uh, I, I, I really just, I, I really take it seriously, and I really hope that people can, if they are a writer, just understand that maybe you're not, and always have that idea of, um, this is very easily something that I've pushed onto myself that I'm not capable of. And unless you can justify it with your work and your ethic, I'm not really sure if it's it's in the cards for you. And I think more often your work is gonna reflect that. And an absence of work doesn't necessarily mean an absence of ideas or an absence of effort. It just means you haven't put it a page yet or you haven't put the right thing to page yet. It's been Moving Pictures. I'm your host, Brent Gunn. My co-host, Mitchell Katalka. Thank you for listening. Thank you.